Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers here in studio with two of Putnam County's finest on the Board of Education. It's pretty good, ain't it? Good morning like to Kim that. Cravens and Lynn McHenry. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all today? Great. Great. How was your Christmas? Fabulous. Uh, enjoyed a lot of time. Uh, of course, get to spend with family, and that's any time you can do that, it's a blessing. So, Tim? Well, definitely way blessed, better than I or probably anybody in my family deserves. You had all the girls <laughs> with you, right? Everybody was in, and that was a blessing. Yep. Uh, family time is always good time. Lynn, I know you had all yours with you, so you're yep. only missing one regularly. And I think you're, you're yep. everybody's out of your house, mm-hmm. right, Kim? Yep, everybody but the, the spoiled dog. The spo- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know how that is. I got three of them. Um, glad to have you all here to talk about Putnam County School System and just to update. Uh, try to have Corby on some, try to have you all in some because you all are very – well, all the board members are very active. I'll, I'll say that. I just We just know each other longer. Of course, Kim, you started – the same year, uh, no. Twenty twelve is when. Twelve, I, okay, two years before, yeah. Mm-hmm. And land started two years after. Sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. After. Yep. So, yep. So we've talked a lot. Let's let's get into it. Um, just a couple weeks ago, I guess the the school grades come out from the state, and we're not going to talk about who got what. But there's been some questions and how how is that determined and and I, I always like to inform the public about how those things happen just so there's answers out there and I know you all understand that system at least enough to explain it right I know it's complicated what is the criteria for the state Department of Education because that's where it comes from right correct what's the criteria they have to give a school system or an individual school a grade so uh, it would. It would be really great if I could just say in one sentence, uh, they get a grade and it's based entirely on this, X, and that be it. That's way that's, too easy for the state. Exactly. It's way too easy for the state. Now, interestingly enough, when they decided to do this letter grade system for each individual school, uh, they said it was going to be very simple, very transparent, and easy for everybody to understand. It was none of the above. Okay, and uh, so that's it's being kind of harsh with the state, but it's just the truth. It was very it's it's still very difficult to understand the percentages. I'll try to give you at least a general idea of how that works. So uh, the majority of it is based on your uh, TCAP scores, your end of course scores that the students take. Now, you would think, well, end of course scores, they just take those. Uh, see what each of the kids do and your school is averaged together and there's an answer but that's not how it works because off of these scores they have a percentage that exists with the existing score that they have uh, that you take from this year but there is a percentage of your letter grade that comes based upon what you improved on so your growth metric from the previous year okay so if for some, if you have a certain score and you don't have a whole lot of growth over the year, your grade's not going to be as good. Okay, uh, there's also other metrics that go into this. So there's a percentage based on just the raw score itself. There's some based on growth and some based upon the environments and and programs that you have around those scores. Then. In combination with that, it's not just all of those averaged and you have a score. It's also based upon how the whole rest of the region and the state does. And so it's a floating uh, score that we have very little say in how it's actually averaged or given to us. They just come back and say, okay, now here's your score. But 
but the metrics for it are extremely difficult to keep up with. We thought it would be transparent, but it's 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 very hard. So to to try to give you an example of why it's it's hard to go with, you could have a, a school that performed fairly well on their testing scores and yet didn't improve a lot over the previous year. May have a pretty good grade, but they didn't show the growth. Therefore, they may have a poor actual overall grade because they don't have the growth. And so you have to be careful with uh, with that going both ways, meaning that if you have a score, say you had a, a school that has a C, well, maybe they didn't have a whole lot of growth, but their test scores were actually pretty good. Well, hopefully we can improve that growth and bring that, that score up some, but that doesn't mean that their scores are bad. One of the problems with it also is you could have a, a school that receives an A score and you're like, oh, this is great. Well, that same school, since they showed growth this year, is going to be even harder for them to show growth next year. So if they have a hard time showing growth next year, what's going to happen to that A? Mm -hmm. It's going to be a C or something, which is not indicative of really what the school performs and does for their students. It's a small picture of what actually the school actually succeeds with. So uh, I would put... um, a little bit of stock in the score, but not a whole lot. I'll give you one other example about it, and and, and this will, will help some. If your student uh, uh, comes home, uh, they're taking a, a math course or whatever, and they come home and they have a, a C or a D on one of their tests, does that automatically make them unsuccessful or, or even unsuccessful in this particular course? And the answer is of no. Of course it doesn't. It's one small metric as to how they can perform. Maybe uh, they didn't, you know, maybe they weren't as prepared as the, what they thought. That wasn't what on the test is what they thought it would. And this is this is true, too, for uh, this, this particular metric because they didn't tell us. They told us that it would somewhat involve the TCAP scores, but we didn't know how and didn't know how it would be done until after the scores were already taken. So it's hard to prepare for something when you don't know exactly how it's going to be done. So we are uh, we're happy that we overall, actually, from a system wide, we did fairly well. But we don't put an enormous amount of stock in this score, and and neither should the public. Uh, they should recognize what the school is doing for their individual student, and uh, be you know and and work it through the individual local system, and not to what the state may say is good or bad. 100% agree with that wholeheartedly. And it was very frustrating because the state had a um, big committee meeting where they were trying to act like they were getting input from directors and people all over the state. And what was that, like October or something? Right. And said that we're going to listen to your feedback. But yet a week or two later, they came out with this is the criteria. That tells me that you basically already had in mind what you wanted that criteria to be, and they don't really listen to the feedback that they got from the people who are working in it day in and day out. And then not only that, but we were supposed to get those scores like the first week of December. They kept delaying, kept delaying, and then they released them the week before Christmas when most people were already out of school. I just think that was that was terrible on their part. So a couple follow-ups, and you may not know the answer, and that's fine. But you've already given me some great information, so I appreciate it. Has it the criteria? I know you said they were supposed to be meeting with local people. With has it, but has it always looked the same as it did this time? No, 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 no. no. Okay, and it's a uh, so uh, uh, 
that's so why, much. That's why it's hard to compare exactly. every time because that's they change the it. They change it all the time. So somebody may have showed an A last time. And then they change the criteria, and then they'll show a C. Well, it's you're you're not even comparing apples to apples. So okay, yeah, you have no benchmark, right? Yeah, as a school, correct. you have That's no right. benchmark. There you don't no know what's going to be the next time. You don't. And and in all honesty, it's likely going to change again, even next year. You know, they they may change the criteria. And since you since they make it difficult to figure, difficult to know exactly where you know your score, what your score actually means, then it's easy for them to manipulate it. Uh, and then give us something totally different next year that we don't know if that's a good measure or not. Uh, we Don't get me wrong. We appreciate the feedback that we get. They put the scores together, and we get information from it. That's great. But we want to be able to see that completely transparent, and we want to be on a local level be able to say, okay, we are determining whether our school is performing and where its deficiencies are. And it's much better we can tell if a school is doing good or not much better than the state can who's not even in the school who doesn't mm-hmm. even know what we are uh, what we're up against or what we're trying to do so another question does this affect any funding a school system may get these grades no it's not part of the new TISA. at least not yet so it's not part of the new TISA funding no. and all that okay uh and we're still doing tcap tests at every grade level besides what kindergarten or is it Starts in third. It starts in third. Third, yeah. So third to twelfth grade, and that's cap testing. That's correct, and that's why third grade is such. You know, that's why it's been such the big talk because that's when your testing starts. Yeah, and it's really third through eight, and then high school is like end of course exams. So it's it's just named a little different. And that's that's provided by the state as well, right? Correct. They lay out the guidelines. It's not the county's decision how that works. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. So okay, I've I've learned a ton of stuff so far. So. The best does the state do a good job of being transparent on the criteria to the public? Because you, you know, you, if the school gets a bad grade, uh, and, and the public just, you know, they're losing their mind, but they don't really know what happened. So the state probably is not putting this stuff out here, are they? That's correct. And it is, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna say we're gonna give these letter grades out, so you understand, it needs to be very transparent, and it needs to be, you know, for my mind and most everybody that's around, it needs to be simple. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's what the, your school is doing well. Here's what they need to improve on. Okay, we're done. You know, it, it needs to be a basic, simple thing. They're not in the school, so they don't know all the the ins and outs of what's going on. They don't understand the the demographics. Uh, they don't know, you know, whether your you know your your school is extremely rural with these issues or or maybe toward this ethnic group or whatever it is. They don't understand all that uh, like we do, and so. Uh, it would be much better to say these are where your areas that you need to improve or these are doing real well, but the letter grade is just, it it seems very arbitrary. Okay, great information. Thank you. So moving from something that's, you know, not as fun to talk about, we did have a principal awarded state principal of the year. Is that right? Yes. Amazing. Tina's amazing. Yeah, Jerry Whitson. Jerry Whitson Elementary. And what a well-deserved honor for her. Um, she does amazing things in her school, and that was just a, a great honor for Putnam County in general. Um, I got to sit with her at the city-county breakfast uh, through uh, Farm Bureau and Extension, and that's really the first time I got to talk to her. But she's just she just brightened up our table. No offense <laughs> to everybody else that was there, but she was amazing. Come yeah. in. And that was before 
the award was given. Yeah. So and that's what she does for her school. Yeah. yeah. So great information so far here on Local Matters. This has been Rogers. I'll be back after this break with Kim Cravens and Lynn McHenry, Putnam County School Board members in just a moment. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers here with Kim Cravens and Lynn McHenry, school board uh, members of Putnam County. And Kim, of course, you've just finished your 11th year of experience on the board. Lynn, you're finishing your 7th year. Correct. I can do math today. What do you know? <laughs> uh, and so very experienced, very knowledgeable, as we saw this last segment on talking about the, the grades across the, the school system. We were y'all are always doing projects. You have to do projects school wide, district wide to maintain growth, to maintain expectations, to ed- for education, and so in some cases, um, you know, with the the TCAD and the the uh, CTE couldn't get it out. CTE mm-hmm. education, you're always growing, right? So give me an update, please, on the building projects in Putnam County. I'll, I'll let Lynn speak to that, <laughs> just because he's he's in on building, so he knows so much more about that than than I do. Well, uh, we have uh, several projects going, actually. Uh, so we'll start with the uh, the new school, uh, the Parkview School, which is coming along very well. Uh, we have regular updates. Upland Design Group is doing uh, heading that project for us. And uh, uh, Kim Chamberlain comes in and gives us regular updates on how it's going. And it is proceeding very well. Of course, that's going to replace the the old Parkview school that is in need of, of considerable amount of repair if we're going to use it in the future, uh, and and we hope to be able to use it in the future. But this is going to expand uh, about 200, I think, students from what it actually holds now. Uh, the new school will be about a 600-capacity school, uh, and, and we really look forward to it opening, hopefully, uh, very soon, as in uh, end of of twenty twenty four, sometime in twenty twenty four. So that's what the hope is. Well, we hope it's ready for and the school, the start of the school year. We'd love to see it. Yeah, yeah. ready for then. That's right. So and, and it's so coming along July. Well. Yeah, is, is your hope, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we understand in the climate, and and if anybody's been around construction in the last few years, uh, you you just kind of hope that things come in and hope that they show up when they're supposed to. Uh, it's it's very your your materials are very hard to come by and so we've had some delays but uh, nothing major that we hadn't worked through we finally got to got brick on the ground and and got that done and and so that's it's coming along very well we've took a tour over there uh what about a month ago or so yeah and, and it's uh, gonna be it, it's gonna beautiful be beautiful it's gonna be a beautiful nice. school and so we're really looking forward to that and adding that on and we can you know replace an old school 
but still keep the you know the same mascot, the same it's not, character. It's not same oh, mascot. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the they're the it's rockets. the rockets. Yeah, I'm sorry. Which it's the used, rockets, which used to be previously there, I believe. Okay, right? Yeah. Was it not? I think, I think that's think correct. Was. I think it was brought back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the panda is so. gone. So was it panda? Yeah. Well, but yes. Yeah. yeah, we'll be gone. And and yeah. rockets was partly because the intent was to be a K through eight. Right. That's great. Uh, so I'll just take a moment to express my disappointment that the five through eight portion is not being built right now. Um, I, I know it will be someday. I just think it's going to be needed sooner rather than later. And it was going to be sixteen million dollars, and I would be shocked if we ever got to the sixteen million dollar point again for a five through eight portion of the building. So, I, I, you, Kim, you know where I'm at on that. <laughs> You know how I voted on that as a commissioner, and I'm not being critical of anybody else's decision. Everybody has their own vote. I think I'm allowed to say that. You have your own vote. Um, 12 12 tie. Um, I was uh, disappointed as well that didn't go through because it made more sense to do that. We ended up raising taxes this last budget year. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to raise taxes to issue any debt. Um, We raised taxes for personnel, new personnel. We raised taxes for, for raises. And had nothing to do with debt, right? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not saying, I'm not advocating for increasing taxes for whenever, but we raised taxes, and we wasn't going to have to raise taxes for this project, and we decided not to do it. Yeah. Uh, but it'll have to be done, and my guess, and I'm not a builder like Lynn is, and I'm not brilliant like you are. No offense, Lynn. <laughs> um, uh, absolutely correct. But it's probably going to cost double yeah. when we get time to do it. And I think that's unfortunate. But I, I, I said and, what and I the said. other ironic thing about that is, is that the last time we went through um, redistricting, there were a lot of commissioners who seemed more worried about the school board having six members and what are you going to do in a tie. And one of the biggest decisions, in my opinion, ever made for the school system in the last few years ended in a 12-12 tie on the commission. So, And we talked about that through redistricting. We talked about getting down to 21 mm-hmm. or 15. Mm-hmm. Um, which would have taken a lot of work to do redistricting. Yes. There's mechanisms in place. There's software. There's there's parameters, and you you utilize those things, and you can get there. But redistricting committee decided they didn't want to travel down that road, so the commission didn't didn't take any recommendation other than what the redistricting committee. And you know, I don't like even numbers, um, and especially in our county because if if you're in a county such as White County that has an even amount of commissioners the county mayor is the chairman i'm the chairman in putnam county as a commissioner well i don't get to vote twice i get one vote if it's 12 12 tie we're done Mm -hmm. well in white county if the mayor chose to break a tie the mayor could break a tie as a chairman of the commission but you have to be chairman of the commission as a mayor that's we're getting off track but that's just Mm -hmm. some knowledge and we randy porter's not our chair and um Historically, the county mayor in Putnam County, county executive at one time, has not been the chair of the commission, at least for probably 40 years that I know of. And so we, we put ourselves in a position where we have deadlock votes. We have a tie, so it don't pass. And it's almost like you don't have enough representation to make a decision. So anyway, I digress. Well, I, I will say, though, you know, for us, there's six members on the board. And uh, I, when I first became a board mayor, I was like, well, how, this didn't work. It, it can't. That doesn't even make sense. How you? What are you going to do when three three? But the answer is that we are so blessed to have a, a, an amazing board that uh, we don't always agree. Of course, we're not. But we can sit down and and uh, talk everything over, and most always come to an agreement. The majority of our votes are unanimous, and even when they're not, we thoroughly respect anybody that doesn't. 
and we're able to move on from that and and always feel like I always come out to the good yeah. uh, i'm so so fortunate to to be able to say that but uh when it comes to uh, you know park view uh, then you know we didn't have that option and so uh we we couldn't build uh the 58 like we wanted we do recognize that it's coming we're we're coming back with it uh, we you know it, we see growth in the county we know the county is growing and we also understand the age of some of the schools that we have and and the need to have new schools not just for growth but for replacement and when we see that and and this is you know it's an opportunity that i think we miss there but the new uh k4 is going to be awesome yeah. it's, it's going to be great and we're going to uh really revel in its success when it when it comes around hopefully next year so yeah. it's it's going to be good we we also have a expansion at upman high school and uh, it's coming along very well. Also, it was hoped to be done here at the break, uh, and uh, we had some brick delays, as you have. But the brick's on site now, and they're getting a bunch of that laid. And so it's it's just around the corner. That's a, uh, a couple of wings, classrooms, wings, and also a uh, wrestling and uh, JROTC area, which is and, and a choir room, mm-hmm. which is going to be fabulous because those – are all programs that are growing a lot at Upperman and need uh, the support and the room, and it's going to come. And, and, you know, going back to that idea, you build it and they will come, mm-hmm. that's going to be the case for there. And it's going to be a really nice addition. It's going to help uh, in those program areas. And that's one of the things, if you know uh, about uh, if you've listened to me say much of anything over my seven years, you know programs is where I want to want to see the growth, and we are growing a lot of new programs. That way, we give our kids, uh, you know, if they want to do something, we want to have that uh, opportunity for them to to fit in, and yeah. you know, to be able to call that their their own. And and program growth is what we want to see. Yeah, and let, let me stop you there because I know there's a few more projects right we've got going on. Yes, we'll take on. a break here on local matters. Uh, Lynn McHenry and Kim Cravens, Putnam County School Board members, be back in just a moment. Welcome back, Ben Rogers here on local matters with Kim Cravens and Lynn McHenry, two school board members here in Putnam County. Uh, we've been talking about projects. We just finished up with um, the new Parkview uh, K through four, and then Upperman Additions. What else we got going on in Putnam County on projects? So we have uh, some roofs that have recently been done. Uh, we had Upman High School, along with their uh, additions, uh, classroom additions, we also had a complete re-roof. Uh, so that helps uh, we uh, area that definitely, you know, it was the school was definitely in need and it was time and got all that done during this whole process of adding the additions too. So that, that was great. Uh, re-roofing at... Uh, at Parkview, the old the old school, mm-hmm. uh, existing school, and uh, the uh, the board d- decided to go ahead and get that done, and the board uh, uh, allocated the money for it to to say, hey, let's finish uh, fix this roof because it was in dire need. Because we do have plans for that school, uh, we don't know exactly yet what we're going to do. Possibly a pre K uh, area, but we we want to use the part of the building that is salvageable. We want to be able to try to reuse that because we see you know, the need for expansion and growth there. So that's going to be important. We've done some, uh, quite a bit of, uh, window work and, and re, 
replacement there at White Plains, and that's been successful. We got that completed now, and it's done. And so, uh, lots of lots of projects going on. Lots of good things happening. Mm-hmm. They got White Plains got a gym and bleachers as well, and it's very very nice. So, oh, good. And we did just finish up Avery Trace. We had to replace the gym floor there due to a leak, and bleachers are on the way. So that will be very nice for that gym. Yeah. Is extra money still available that you all have, or you all spend it all? We've we've allocated almost all of it because it needs to be spent pretty doggone soon. We we haven't spent it yet, but it's been allocated, Mm -hmm. meaning we we know where it's going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Great information. Great update on the on the capital improvements we have going in Putnam County School System. Uh, yeah, so we just finished the first semester, starting back next week with the, the next semester enrollment. Typically, what does it look like in December every year enrollment in Putnam County? Is it fluctuate? People leaving? People coming in? Or what is? It, what do you know? What it looks like now, or, or his, historically, what is, what do we see in enrollment wise? Well, there's always a few people coming and going. You know, at the start of a new semester. Um, I don't think typically, I don't think we see like a huge amount of growth at that point in time. Um, so that's not really a concern, right? No, I, I think we hold pretty steady at that point. So Okay. So y'all just finished Corby's evaluation, Mr. King. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that go? And that's open to the public. That's why we talk about it. That's a public process that you as the board do. How did how was that this time? He, he got a great evaluation, um, outstanding from the board and from um, it is sent to the supervisors as well. Um, that answer directly to Corby, and um, for the most part, I think they gave a good review as well. Theirs is anonymous, but we, we want to hear from people who answer sure. to him as well, yeah. so we make yeah. that part of it. And that's an excellent point. That that evaluation also comes from people that are you know that work underneath him uh, to give us an idea of what they think, and he also scored very well there. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the board, the six board members saying yes, he did very well, which we think he, he did and is continuing to do. But it's also in addition to those that work, uh, work for him and with him that can say, yes, we appreciate what he's done. And so uh, from all of that, we can say, yeah, we think uh, he is, is doing a, a great job and continue to improve as he, you know, really uh, fits into the role very well. And so, you know, with and, and Kim sees it anymore, being chairman, uh, she can, you know, she works with Corby day to day. I've been in that role too. So y- you work with him real closely when you're chair a lot. And uh, you can see that growth, mm-hmm. can't you, Kim? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's important to note, like you emphasize, that it's the supervisors as well, because it always comes up that people want an elected superintendent again across the state. We always hear that at our school board conference, and I don't know if that's something as a county commissioner you probably hear a lot as well. But I think that it's important to note that it's not about just keeping four board members happy because that's all it takes is four, Mm -hmm. you know, here. It's not just the board. It's people that's working day in and day out with him that give us feedback. And and that's, I think, very important for the public to know as well. Well, I think it's important for you all to include that feedback. Yes. I, I don't can't speak for every county in the state, but I can speak for certain counties in the state on this topic. Depending on where you go across the state, some counties are all for the elected superintendent. Mm-hmm. Some counties are not. All right. And probably the ones that are for the elected director schools feel like maybe the performance is not where it should be. In this case, we don't have that problem in Putnam mm-hmm. County. And a lot of my counties around in Upper Camelon that I serve through CTAS, I don't feel like we have that problem. Maybe a couple are struggling. But 
the ones you really hear banging the drum about the elected director schools is the ones that feel like that person the school board is appointed maybe not working for them and that's all about perspective anyway mm-hmm. right. i mean that's somebody's right. opinion uh just depends on who's got the biggest drum right <laughs> and so that's where you hear it i was in the county <clears throat> a couple weeks ago talking to a couple of people that are in admin there and they they were beating that drum we want to elect our director of schools we want the people to have a say well, I asked them, you know, how's your schools performing? They're not good. Well, I don't, you know, maybe it's a correlation. I don't know. So we don't have that problem here in Putnam County. No, um, but if they're, and if they're not happy with that, there are people that answer to them that are elected. Sure, so absolutely. Probably need to take a look at their board as well. Yeah, exactly. And I'll say this, Kim, you are chairman of the school board, and you have been for this is your second year, right? Uh-huh. I'm chair of the commission. It's my second year. You and I are on the same cycle, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. And then, then, you know, y'all switch up and we switch up for two years. Um I feel like I can call you anytime. Absolutely. I feel like I can call Mr. King anytime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel I don't ever feel like I have a roadblock in front of me in communication with you all. And I don't want to speak for Mary Porter, but he and I have said the same thing. Yeah. Our communication sure. lines are open. Things don't always go the way we want them to. Well, um, sure. You know, th- maybe there's something y'all do that we're like, oh, why did they do that? But it's your decision, and I respect that. And and same thing with the county commission. Again, I hate what happened, but it's you know every individual has a right to vote. <clears throat> on the building of schools and, and Tennessee state law says the county commission has the final say, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you go to Texas, school board can vote all day long about building schools and they can go all vote all day long about raising taxes. You don't do that in Tennessee. Yeah. So it's one of those things I don't know. And I'm not going to ask you, I don't know if you two would like the responsibility of raising taxes <laughs> on the people. I'm guessing not. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. I understand. I, I want to say that I, I don't envy the position that a county commissioner is in sometimes because you do have to make hard decisions. So like you said, everybody gets their vote and I don't, you have your reasons for voting the way that you vote. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm, I mean, if I vote the way the Lord wants me to vote, it's free and clear. That's exactly exactly right. Free and clear. You felt like you did what you're supposed to do. And, and, but I, overall, I think that the relationship between the schools and the county is still strong. Yes. Uh, and there, like I said, there is never a time that I'm denied a uh, opportunity to speak with you, Kim, Lynn, or Corby, or anybody else. I, I've never felt like it's a struggle. One of the greatest things about, uh, Corby being our director, when that opportunity came open for him, and we we discussed it so much, we really liked the fact that he was already you know invested in the school. He, he had spent his time here. He knew the ins and outs. That's what you want. You want him to be able to pick up the phone and call people he knows mm-hmm. in the local government mm-hmm. or or the system itself and relate to them. That's not always the best conversations. You know, that those don't always go smooth because even whether they're working for him or, or from the local government, they may not agree. But that relationship meant a whole lot to us in cho- in making that choice. And it's turned out, in my mind, especially going through COVID and, and, and the rebuild, it's turned out that that was the greatest decision. Absolutely. Because in a time where you needed that connection, we had it. Mm-hmm. And you can speak to this too, Ben. There's a lot of places didn't have, did not have that connection, didn't have that leadership because they didn't they didn't know their people. There's so many school so systems different. in Tennessee that have turnover with their school direct, director of schools. It would blow you away. And I'm not going to name counties, but they have so much turnover. They don't have consistency, and having somebody familiar during that time of COVID and the tornado, all that happening, right. instead of bringing in somebody new, it would have been probably a, a longer process to communicate and build a relationship. And we had, you know, y'all made a great decision. Y'all do a great job. I'm not saying that because y'all are here. I feel like the school board is wonderful. Um, I feel like the county commission is great. 
and we just got to continue to work together and help each other as much as we can. Very true. So a um, couple more things I want to say before we do leave. And thank you all again for being here. <clears throat> we we talk a little bit about sports when y'all come on. It's not our priority, right, in the school system, academics, and growing our kids and giving them a great quality of education so they can have a quality of life is our priority, right? Sports exactly. is part of that, though. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a good part I, of that. I think we can all agree that that's, kids benefit a whole they lot do. from that. They do. But we don't make that our priority, Correct. I don't think. Um Cooble High School football had a great turnaround this mm-hmm. year. Uh, congratulations to them. They went from n- not a great record to a, a wonderful record, and making to the playoffs and having a you know a, a run. And and then Upperman High School continuing their success on the football field, yeah. making yeah. it to the state championship oh. for the first time ever. Yeah, that's just huge for our kids in this county. People are coming here, uh, seeing that success academically in the school system and sports wise. Our basketball teams are doing well. Yeah, uh, across the board. Across yeah. the board. And so um, just wonderful. I think everything's going really well right now. It is. And, and you know, when we talk about programs, whether they've excelled like the, the football teams have done, I'm so so proud of them. Uh, and, uh, you know, Monterey had a great year, too. Yeah, I mean, just mm-hmm. everybody, everybody with, you know, with what we be able to enjoy and be around them, that's fabulous. But uh, I, I keep, always go back to uh, – you know, it it builds a sense of uh, you know of ownership for the for the kids for these schools to have programs that they can be proud of. Mm-hmm. So let's continue to grow grow these programs so that every uh, every one of our students, every one of our uh, of our kids can feel like they fit in and they have a place uh, and there's something they can excel at. Because I know Kim and I've talked about this. I don't know how many times, but every one of our kids, twelve thousand, mm-hmm. yeah. Every one of them uh, can excel at something. Yeah. Well, and we have, and we you know, not just that. sports things, but I mean, you know, all of our choruses always do great. Marching bands have come away with awards. Sure. Um, you know, we've got the FBLA programs and DECA that have um, done well. Who was who just we came got, to our board meeting that got first place and it was their first yeah. competition, the vital oh, yeah, the, team uh, uh, that competed uh, in, was it cyber? Engineering. It, yeah, it was an engineering thing. Yeah, engineering And thing. I mean, yeah. so if you can find your niche, you can develop and grow esports. You know we've got esports stuff yeah. now. Yeah. You know, and and we've got we're excelling in that. I mean, things that you wouldn't have even dreamed of, but the fact that they're there and giving our children opportunities, it's just yeah. it's great. Thank you both for being here. Appreciate your time. Great information. Um, before we leave, congratulations, to my producer Jake Wallman. Yeah, he got engaged yes. before Christmas. Congratulations to him, his fiance. Everybody have a happy New Year. Remember, it's a lot easier to be kind than, than be mean. Be kind to everybody around you. It's, it just makes everybody's day. Have Amen. a great weekend. Amen.